to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 288 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your randomness, technology and life podcast for this week. Your podcast fix. That's right. Brought to you by hypothermia. <laughs> and I was just saying how much I love the air conditioning in winter in the studio. And it's a lot nice of and cool. A lot of forgetting stuff this week. But uh, here we are. Thank you. Welcome. And a uh, big shout out to all our patrons from Patreon. Check out the com if you want to help us out. Yes, really, really appreciate that. What have you been up to this week, Chris? Let's um, catch up. I've just been, uh, I, I've done some training, coaching stuff. Speaking of coaching stuff. That's pretty much my whole week. And you went to a book launch. And I went to a book launch. That was really cool. Busy, busy. Yeah. Uh, the book launch was How We Got Happy by, uh, the book's compiled by Jonathan Nabs and Evie someone or other <laughs> sorry shout out to evie <laughs> i saw the book on the table upstairs yeah, i have pretty even looked at it pretty epic looking cover yeah yeah, like, so, yeah. Oh, and so the it, it was at the meteor the event they had um the photographer put these stunning portraits around the outside yeah with a uh, little plaques explaining who they are and a little bit about them and stuff oh yeah cool which is, and a quote from each of them um those were the 10 people in the book so the book is focused on people that have survived depression young people young people yep. so survived depression and they figured out how to get well so it's a book about wellness it's not a book about depression and um yeah it, it was quite interesting because jonathan says if um if you wanted to learn how to play re- really good rugby yeah you'd want to be in new zealand right if you wanted yeah. to learn how to play soccer really well you'd be in brazil if you wanted to play cricket well, he said Australia, but I wouldn't have a clue. Um, let's just go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, he said, but if you wanted to know how to get over depression, the the OECD country with the most depression is New Zealand. This is the place to be. This is where you'll learn the most about wellness. Yeah, I mean, that's makes it's, sense to me. It's a different sort of philosophy. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, so that was really good. So shout out to them. Um, and yeah, what you, uh, that's that's pretty much that's your what week up to. wrapped up. Uh, I went and got. I was going to adjust this. I went and got a Warren Fitness for my. What? I went to get a Warren Fitness for my car. Yes. And uh, I normally go to VTNZ. Yes. Because usually they're quick, they're completely independent, and you know everything's good. This trip, I was there forever, and I ended up arguing with them. So uh, that was good. Really, you argued with VTNZ? Yep. I did. <laughs> okay, carry on. <laughs> so just have a sip of my wine. That's right. Just, you so just carry on. Went to VTNZ and I was like the fourth car in the line, and there was a whole bunch of trucks there, which was cool. And they didn't say anything when I went up to pay. They just said, "Just go wait. They'll be with you." Okay. Unbeknownst to me, and I found out later on when I asked the guy what was going on, like I thought they were just busy, and they seemed to have a lack of staff for some reason. There wasn't very many of them. Uh he said, oh, no, the computer system's down, and we have to do everything by paper. And apparently that somehow makes them super slow. Now, I was there for well, two hours, Chris. Share, they've got to share that one pen. It seems... <laughs> I, I was there for two hours, waiting. Far out. And uh, the queue at the end, like, this guy came in from um, Jim Wright Nissan, and he dropped a car off, and they said, come back in three hours. And, the, and then there was all these people just sitting in their car, not knowing how long they were going to be there for, which I thought was pretty crap. Hell, yeah. They came back with a couple of things. They said, oh, your handbrake needs adjusting. I said, yep, fine. 
Uh, left rear wheel bearing. That's getting done on Monday. That's fine. Uh, and then he said, the rear seatbelt does not retract fast enough. What? Apparently that's a thing. And I was like, okay. I have now fixed that thanks to YouTube and Lemon Glade. Basically, it's dirty and it just binds up. Because um, right, I've had the problem with my driver's side one, which has been a problem when I'm shutting the door. It keeps catching on the signal because oh, it's not retracting. Yeah, I've got this fixed for you then. Just wipe it down. <clears throat> yeah, you showed me. Show me after. Yeah. And uh, then he said uh, the passenger seat, the, the front passenger seat belt is tangled and it's unable to be pulled out. And I'm driving all the way home and I'm like, when is the last time I had a passenger? I don't know. I don't normally have a passenger in the front seat. And I got home and so I... your daughter sit in the back? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, and she... Pref- I, might, I might be the last person. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And uh, I looked at it and it took all of two seconds to untangle it and it works fine. Right? So that's all good. Then they pulled me up on my rear lights. And this is where I had to go at the guy. And I said, look, that's fine. But five years ago, literally five years ago at VTNZ, you guys said, hey, you've got broken lights little hole two holes on either side and now from a mountain bike because i was putting the mountain bike in the back of my car and the front forks broke my lights but it only broke the reversing part of the light and because of that they said five years ago not a problem it's all good if you'd broken the red bit that's you can't have that reversing's fine just cover it up with some tape to protect it from the elements so i did that i've been to vtnz three or four times and my mechanic once for a warrant of fitness never been pulled up on it never and this little chinese dude that's not really important but just this little tiny guy give you this, give was like visuals. no and i said to him look i understand what you're telling me but for the last five it's not been a problem then another guy came over and said oh no you you will need to replace him i've already done that and i said cool but and he said well they must have never looked at it and I said, that fills me with confidence that for four years, you haven't got, done your job. Oh, I'll have a refund for the last four years, thanks. Then I left. Oh. I was not happy. So, no more going to VTNZ, I said. Probably not. Uh, it was pretty terrible. I filled out a survey online, uh, told them how bad it was, and then clicked a button that said they'd ring me about it. I don't think they will. I will suggest you go to A&A Automotive. Shout out to A&A Automotive. Where Chris uh, goes. Artie and Andrea. Yep. My mates. Last week, uh, you mentioned something that you sort of smuggled into the podcast studio, and I guessed what it was. Then you never spoke about it. <laughs> I forgot it was there. And then we just remembered about it, and it was the thing that I thought you were going to talk about. So I'm happy about that. And uh, Chris is going to now fill us in. So I got these at the supermarket a couple of weeks ago. It must be a couple of weeks ago now. They had a big display. And I am the guy that buys the countdown chips because they're a dollar fifty why would i buy anything but the countdown chips that are a dollar fifty exactly why would I pay anymore exactly however the beautiful artwork on the front of these things i was like oh my god that's awesome i need to talk i need to buy this plus we'd already talked about waka changi in had. one of the previous episodes on, when you come dear, back from wellington when i came back from wellington so uh what i got here in front of me i'm going to read it out and we will have a photo in the show notes of both flavours. <laughs> I got Great Uncle Kenny's amazing snack chips. 
established 1649. Chunky, crunchy, crispy, brass, kettle-fried, corrugated chips. Barbecue Texas ranch slider style. All-day barbecue chips with a great indoor-outdoor flow. And then, <laughs> and then you had to flow. And then there's this guy. There's this guy with a um, fish slice in his hand, underwater with a gas bottle on his back, um, diving mask on, battling an octopus, um, and a really cute-looking uh, red-headed woman in a skimpy bathing costume behind him. And it's got a quote: "With flippers on his feet and a barbecue gas bottle strapped upon his back, Great Uncle Kenny submerged to the depths to take on the ferocious sea beast." And then it's got a little stamp on it. It says, made from 100% free-range, non-caged potatoes. That's the type of potatoes that I like. <laughs> um, 150-gram net-flavoured potato chips. And on the back, a brief history of Snackachangy. Each Snackachangy chip is hand-reared from a free-range super potatoes, which are descended from the super potatoes first discovered at Machu Picchu in Peru. No caged potatoes were used. They are gently peeled left to right, then rapidly sliced right to left. Only the chips with the best attitude will enter the crinkle... Oh, hang on. Krinkenhopper 3000, the machine that gives the Snackachangis 20% more corrugation than regular chips or size 34 corduroy pants. Snack at Changi's then into Great Uncle Kenny's brass kettle, one at a time, <laughs> yeah, where they okay. are gently fried, then taste tested, not once, not twice, but thrice, thrice. Okay. <laughs> before being whacked up to the 1,000 for maximus, maximum crisp and crunch. Exactly how Snack at Changi's get their unique flavour is a secret Uncle Kenny took with him to his grave, but fortunately the <laughs> undertaker photocopied it before he was buried. Now the flavour team has taken our barbecue, barbecue flavour to a whole new level. It encapsulated, it encapsulates barbecue smoke, spontaneity, a little chaos, sunburn, uneaten salads, unimpressed neighbours, 70s music, a touch of swing ball, a hint of denim shorts, some general frivolity and a ranch slider door that keeps coming off its tracks. <laughs> so open up a pack of Snacker Changi barbecue chips and enjoy the history and the flavour that makes Snacker Changi New Zealand's oldest and most trusted potato chips since 1649. And it's got a winner chip with best indoor-outdoor flow at the 1976 Finger Snack and Dip Awards. And then there's a whole bunch of things. Um... It's a very detailed packet of chips. It's awesome. And then our guarantee, uh, uh, not the guarantee, the disclaimer. Excuse the pun, but please take some of the more uh, colourful information on this pack with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. The legal department came in at some point. (laughs) It's epic. It's epic. The the main question is, do they taste all right? These are great. The barbecue ones are great. What was the other one? I got salt and vinegar. I'm not a big fan of salt and vinegar, so I wasn't like as impressed. Was it super strong, though? Because I like salt and vinegar, but it's hit and miss. And they changed the formula in one of the other chips. Is it uppercut, I think? One of their salt and vinegar chips, and it's I, I it's, basically will never get salt and vinegar, just like I'll yeah. never get chicken. So Ooh. I I get sour cream and chives. They don't have sour cream and chives. No, otherwise it'd no. be all over. You'd that. be all over it, like um, some sort but of barbecue. I can handle, and I didn't want to get it really salted. I just thought that was a bit boring. But anyway, check them out wherever you buy your chips from. They're yeah, looking pretty and cool. And we'll uh, put the uh, some photos of these because you really have to look at these packs. They are stunning. They look 
fantastic. Yeah, whoever now, does their and, artwork for them is pretty cool. The salt and vinegar has great Uncle Kenny uh, with his barbecue mate, his fish slice, uh, battling a ferocious tusked guinea pig, I think, that is attacking them in the river. And he's got this little red-headed uh, girl with him again. Okay. Anyway, uh, so that's the snack of chingy chips, and yes, they are great. They I think that's great. the picture from the beer. Mm, it looks very similar. Um, very good. Uh, did you get that weird Facebook update on your desktop? Did you have you been on Facebook on the website? Uh, I have been on there. You didn't get I the had... update where it just goes, here's, fa- here's new Facebook, and it just shows you this random thing? No. Oh, wait for it. You'll love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just goes, here's new Facebook. And I was like, what? And so, I, so over Facebook at the moment. If Luckily, you can undo this thing because if you put it, it it's like a really zoomed in web page and it looks like it's been built for a tablet and it's just really weird. And it's like, if that's what they want to do, they should have done it in stages instead of like here. And uh, anyway, you can undo it. And I'm currently on the normal version. But yeah, Facebook in general. Oh, well, because um, um, they're getting boycotted left, right and center. They're really getting hit. Oh, yeah. Their, their share price tumbled and all this. I mean, yeah. There. But what, what's the... I just can't think what the alternative would be to have so many people connected. Yeah, I mean... So the way it does. Their advertising dollars uh, that they're withholding, you know, you, you would imagine they're going, right, that's great. We're withholding the advertising dollars. Well, but we're not bringing in the customers. Like they will be spending those same dollars somewhere else, but they won't bring as much yeah. customers. So I don't use Facebook. I don't use Facebook Messenger at all, really. No, and, I don't. And on the Guy and Harley podcast last week, Harley was saying that they just insert ads in there now. You open it up, and there's an ad. Yeah, no, I'm, and, I'm yeah. not doing that. Uh, hey, uh, I've got a I've got a movie trivia thing for you. Yep. There's three movies that are coming out, um, and they've sort of all released the first image of these movies. There's three of them. And I'll give you the three names. Like three totally separate movies? Yeah, just three, three ra- connected. No, 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 no. Okay, three right. separate movies. One's called Cosmic Sin. Okay. With Bruce Willis. Oh, okay. One's called Willy's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage. Okay. And uh, one's called An American Pickle with Seth Rogen. What do you think they're about? I'll tell you, but I just want to see where your imagination takes you. And you can play this at home if you're listening to this, guys. Of course you are. It's a podcast. Why wouldn't you be listening to it? Um... <laughs> Yeah, so Seth Rogen and American Pickle. Uh, Nicolas Cage is coming out with a uh, Willy's Wonderland. And uh, Bruce Willis may be phoning this one in, I'm not sure. Uh, Cosmic Sin. Well, the first two that you just mentioned in that order uh, sounds definitely like penile-focused um, movies. No, not really. So Seth Rogen in American Pickle, he's playing dual-leading roles as a 1920s immigrant who was brined alive for 100 years after he falls into a factory vat of pickles. <laughs> he then, hang on. Okay, he on. then re-emerges in 2020 to live with his Brooklyn Knight app developer, great-grandson, Ben. And he's playing both characters. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Nicholas Cage uh, is in Willy's Wonderland. A drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at a condemned theme park. The mundane tasks suddenly become a fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronic monsters. Oh, your daughter would love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Bruce Willis, um, Cosmic Sin. Seven rogue soldiers launch a preemptive strike against a newly discovered alien civilization in the hopes of ending an interstellar war before it starts. Yeah. See, we haven't actually been watching any movies. We haven't watched any for a bit. 
Might no. To, might have to remedy that tonight. Uh, the Boys Season 2, they've announced when it's coming out. The Boys. The Boys. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I Carl Urban. Uh, yep, September the 4th. They're dropping the very first three episodes all at the same time, and then they're going to drop the next five weekly. Yeah, once a week. For yeah, time. yeah, once a week, which is pretty cool. Oh, I can't wait. That's great. I might have to rewatch the first season. Oh, the best bit is just when he holds that baby with the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's great. And if you follow uh, follow any of them on Instagram and stuff, it looks like it's just going to be even bloodier. So uh, if you have not checked this out or you haven't heard us talk about it before, The Boys is an adult graphic novel, um, which is hilarious and sort of a bit disturbing. Uh, definitely um, X-rated, I guess, as well, with lots of blood and gore. And they've made it into a... Series. A TV series, which is epic. It's really good. So anyway, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, hey. Pakistani pilots. Yes, yes, they're fine. They don't need to all the hours. Have you heard about that? So 262 pilots, including around 100 from the National Carrier, yeah, yeah. have been uh, stood down... For taking for faking their pilot qualifications, but it, yeah, no, that's the clickbait headline. They've faked the amount of hours. Like they know how to fly the plane. They haven't done the ten thousand hours or whatever you'd need to do in another country. But right. still, still, they probably don't know how to. Uh, but you know, on one side, that's going to be great news for all these pilots who are being laid off around the world because. Hey, go and fly for Pakistani airlines. Maybe, like, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. There's going to be heaps of pilots being put out of work. That's right. So, anyway. Have you heard about the cardboard fans and how that's become a thing? Like? No, no, no. So, so I'm waving at my face. And, yeah, yeah. For the people home and can't see me. I'm like, no. What is a cardboard fan? Something you wave at your face. No, with. this is cardboard cutouts of people that they put in stadiums for oh, sports yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. yeah, no, I've heard, heard a few things about them. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, a German filmmaker basically came up with it. He was sitting at home and he was gutted that he couldn't go to the match and his wife said, just take a photo and send it there. And he was like, oh. So he contacted a local printer and for 21 US dollars, they print out a photo on a cardboard cutout and install it in the actual stadium, right? He thought he'd have between 500 and 2,000 orders. Did you hear how many people he's had already? No. 21,000. And everybody's jumping on this. All the, like eight Premier League teams for soccer, Turkish people, English, all sorts. Uh, some of the Oz, uh, Australian guys are getting in on this. Denmark. Um, there's a whole bunch of different upstart- startups that are jumping in on this. So do the ca- cameras like pan the audience? <laughs> Well, well, there's my photo. <coughs> and somebody stands behind them and shakes them a bit. No, no, they don't get no, no. They just they're just there and they don't they don't like this guy in this article, he did one and he didn't hear anything else about it apart from he was going to be at this game. They didn't really say anything else. Um he did spot himself on the TV as they did a pan shot of the crowd, just as they normally would. Um I just can't believe it's a thing. I know. I did hear that I didn't hear that how it got started or whatever yeah but, um i did hear that people were paying to have their their images be there or uh i think it was in australia though uh someone got a photo of a renowned serial killer and put him in there 
and they didn't realise. And uh, as they panned across, there's all these serial That's killers. That's hilarious. You see that in the, a, a photo of Mickey Mouse or something, and they get sued by Disney. <laughs> probably. Probably. Uh, and I saw that there's um, an actual use now for deep fakes instead of just, like, trying to scam people potentially. Or, or jokes. Or jokes, yeah, a lot of joke ones out there. Actually, some uh, there's a clever guy on YouTube that does uh, some really good ones with Arnold Schwarzenegger and different things. Oh, really? Yeah, and he uh, he says, "Have you seen the George Lucas ones?" I've no, seen a couple. And I, I, it took me at first. I was like, "What is he saying?" Because he's just bagging Star Wars, like totally bagging it. It was George Lucas, and I was, oh. I was confused as hell. And then I went. Hang, Hang on. on, George Lucas isn't that skinny because it was a skinny guy with George oh, wow. Lucas's face, but it was so well done. I was like, oh yeah, okay, now I get it. It's a deep fake. There's a whole bunch of startup companies jumping on now for um, digitally altering people for privacy concerns for like when they're doing documentaries. So instead of pixelating their face and blurring them out, they'll just deep fake them so they're a completely different person talking about stuff like um, HBO's. Chechen, Chechnya um, documentary called Welcome to Chechnya. <laughs> so these people... Welcome to Chechnya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are talking about the anti-gay purges they've done and obviously talking in public is very risky for these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. i tell you what's interesting. Um, the Luna Lu competition, I think, is still underway. I think we've still got another eight, seven, eight days when you're listening to this. Oh, quick, Luna Lu. quick. Didn't, I'm sure we have talked about this, eh? No, I don't think we have. Are you sure? No. There's so a competition. There's a competition to design a toilet to be used for the moon landing. Yes. I'm so, sure we've so spoken the about moment, this. there's one in... So when the US people went to the moon... They wore diapers. Yes. And it led to one of the most amusing, most embarrassing um, uh, things on record at NASA, because they record everything. What the hell is that turd doing floating around up here? Whose is that? Oh, okay. (laughs) Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one escaped. (laughs) It was floating through the cabin. I can't imagine. Good, okay. <laughs> so anyway, the Russians built something that they've got in the uh, space station, the International Space Station, and that's what they use. Yeah, up and there. He, he, he says it looks dangerous, and you wouldn't want the <laughs> you wouldn't want the suction up too high, and you wouldn't want to miss because you do yourself some damage. So it sounds like you're sitting on a vacuum cleaner, basically. Yeah, which um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so they need something lighter and something that will do the job and deal with both um, and did they, solid and liquid matter. So that they obviously opened this up to, to, to anybody. I'm sure we. I'm sure we mentioned this when it got announced because no. I'm sure it's been going on for a while. Anyway, anyway. So what? Any updates? Or no one's no, saying anything? No, it's all I, secret. I scroll? just heard about it the other day when I wrote this in. Oh, okay. Uh, you, uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if they get something good or not from the public or private companies, or because you think their engineers would be able to come up with something. Well, yeah, oh, they're just casting a wide net. They'll take whoever's got an idea and they'll they'll make it better. Um, I, oh yeah, um, Bill De Blasio, um, welcome to the podcast. Glad you you listen. Um, welcome. Uh, do think about uh, our Patreon. Because obviously the mayor of uh, New York is listening because what we said the other week was about the NYPD's budget. Yeah. And I said, you know, they should take $2 billion off and just give it to something else. Yeah. They've taken a billion off the New York 
police department's budget and they've put it into um, something. And what are they going to do with it? Do we know? They, well, that, that's the whole thing. They're still working out where they're putting it. But they've taken it off the New York Police Department and they're going to put it into, you know. But they've got, like, a stupid amount of money it anyway, was, wasn't it? Was it was a $5 billion budget, I think we said. I oh, know $6 billion, I think it was. And then I said um, if they took $2 billion off it, they'd still have $4 billion and they could t- put $2 billion towards um, things. That's right. And, but, and he's, you know, half what I suggest. So, you know, Bill, come on. Get with it. But anyway. Get with that's it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we called it. <laughs> Here we go. December the 11th, 2016, Space Poop Challenge. Episode 110 is when we talked about it. 110? How? What? December what the 11th, 2016, we talked about NASA. God, that's years ago. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Chris. Oh, shit. Okay. This is right. what I wrote. Are you clever? Then you might be the person NASA is after to solve their space poop challenge. Find out what their requirements are for this interesting question. Oh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> See, it's been going on for a while then. Have you seen that? Uh, is it ca- was it taxi cabs? What is it? No, it's-, it's painted on the road outside of the Trump Tower. Oh, yes. I saw them paint something, but I hadn't seen the aerial it's view the, of it. Uh, That's Black right. Lives Matter. Painted yep. outside of Trump Tower. <laughs> Make sure they could see it. Yeah, yeah. But they also painted one uh, near the White House, eh? I think they did it all over, like in all the major cities um, in various uses. What is happening with all of this? I haven't seen any news. Uh, um, not a lot because everybody's now um, Are we all on the- at everything else about the bounty hunting um Russian bounty being paid for American soldiers, and oh, it's thought- all it's all all over the place. Oh, but yes, the Yanks are now at fifty thousand cases a day, a week, a day, whatever, a either day. or. It's ridiculous. But Trump, it's all good. Don't worry about it. And they're just fighting about wearing a mask. That's the biggest thing. It's crazy. It's the same. It's the same anti-vaxxer people that are all crazy. Oh no! I watched one of those videos yesterday. Oh my god! I couldn't help it from. From that friend that's not a friend that I should have deleted out of my Facebook. The one that the from. one everybody else has deleted. Yes, that what? one. Oh my god! She posted something. I went, oh, yeah. oh, that one. Sorry, I, I could deal with a bit of rage. Um, let me watch this video, and yeah, it didn't disappoint. Didn't disappoint. No, it's terrible, terrible stuff. Uh, I don't can't go- believe people believe these things. Ah, oh, hurts my brain. Anyway, sorry. what what have you got coming up this week as we round off this episode? Uh, what have I got coming up this week? I have a helping people with videos for their um, pitching for their uh, new startups, their startup incubators. Um, I am doing a little painting upstairs. You are. You are. Well, I'll, I'll keep that quiet. And we'll, I'll yeah, talk about well, that when I finish. Once he's finished it, I'm about halfway now. Oh really? Quite a bit done. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna. Okay, you're going. You're getting a long way further than what I expected. Well, yeah, not quite halfway, but anyway. Okay, very good. Um, and uh, what else am I up to? That's pretty much it. Just uh, a lot of TEDx stuff. Very good. Oh, and we have tedxrukura.com slash live on the fifteenth of July. So that's not this coming 
Is this the fireside chat thing? The fireside chat, which is on Zoom. So you can be by your fireside Uh, and watch me. um, Who are the speakers? So I'm interviewing our friend uh, Sean Forge from dungbeetles.com. Oh, that's right. Interesting dude. We interviewed, or you interviewed, I think. Yeah, I did. uh, At Field Days last year? Yes, it must have been. When Field Days was an actual thing and wasn't online. I keep thinking it's been, but it's it's in a couple of weeks. And it's on for two or three weeks. Yeah, it's on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So we will uh, check that out and we will give you the skinny on the new... We get all these media updates. Yeah. Uh, they got some so, 70-year-old guy and they've sh- he's been there every year yeah, since I'll he was born one. or something and they get to show him how to use the internet or something. I don't know. He's keen to have a go. Yeah. Um, he's probably trying to find a wife. It's like, well, I was just going to say he probably can't get away from his wife. Though, in this one. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and... So I've got that and... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the Fireside Chat. So check it out. It will be live streamed on the 15th. Um, there'll be some announcements. There'll be some discounts for TEDx Rukura's main event coming up. I shouldn't say that. But, it's early bird, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep an eye out for it. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Uh, and I'm going to be... Oh, so there's Sean Forge, the dung beetle yep. guy. Um, Norupo Ormsby. Um, he's got some stuff to talk about. I'm going to say because I'm not really sure. And uh, Thomas Nabs, who is a speaker from 2018, who uh, is going to give us an update on where the Water Boys at and what it's doing. Very good. Really cool. Exciting. What are you doing? I'm updating the OpShop website that I run. <laughs> I'm OpShopDirectory.co.nz. I'm going to be doing that for the next two days. Probably drive myself insane. I've updated 86. I've still got about another 620 to go. <laughs> Nothing like a challenge. <laughs> I've got a system of sorts. Oh, good. Um, yes. Well, if you want an op shop, if you want to go out op shopping and no, you wonder where wait, No, don't. Wait until I finish doing the new thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't do not do it now. You'll crash it. <laughs> no, no, no. The old one's a bit crappy. New ones be better. Yeah. Anyway, that brings us to the end. Thanks for listening. Hope everything is well with you. And uh, we'll see you again, same time, same place, next week. Absolutely. Until then, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.